Hey guys, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Yeah, I Guess podcast. It's your girl, Ashley, duh. And this week we are going to talk about the reason why I quit Disneyland. This is just going to be a little TW, a little trigger warning, because honestly, not a happy story at fucking all. So I'm going to be talking about one of my coworkers who ended her life. Okay, so that's a trigger warning is suicide and self-harm because I talk about those two things. So if you don't want to listen to this episode, bro, I get it. So whatever, just don't listen to it. I'll catch you in the next one. But this is a story that I was around for. Um, And so, yeah, that's what I'll be talking about. We're going to do a debrief and a song of the week, and then I'll get into it. As you might be able to tell, behind me, it's raining. So no real debrief besides the fact that um, it's raining and you should definitely be driving safe out there if you're from California. So yeah, that's a debrief. Song of the week, don't have one. Doesn't really feel correct for this type of episode. So let's just kind of get into it. Okay, so... Let's jump into this story. So, I was a lifeguard at Ratland. I did transfer, transfer, I did transfer out of, um, what did I call it? Automobile land or whatever. I transferred out of there. And shout out to Automobile Land um, because all my coworkers from there are sick as fuck. Okay. Um, they listen to this sometimes. I don't know if they'll listen to this one. Probably if it says Ratland. So, hey, guys, what the fuck is up? Yeah. So they had cool ass motherfuckers there. But honestly, I was sick of being a busser. I was a custodial busser and I was honestly fucking sick of just dealing with people's food, but not giving it to them, picking up after them. So sick of that shit. Sick of the grad nights. Uh, I don't know why I was scared to say that. Um, Sick of the grad nights. I had to fucking work. That's for sure. Um, I had to work a lot of them, okay? It was not fun watching little teeny boppers bumping and fucking grinding, okay? Trying to sneak into fucking insect land, trying to go over there and fucking catch a bone, you sickos. It's grad night. But anyways, yes, um, had to work all of those. It was awful, but also like fine, whatever, because I would just go and sweep popcorn like maybe once every hour and then just chill in the back on Netflix, However, the drives home were awful and excruciating because I lived like an hour away. But honestly, 45 minutes because I was leaving there at like four o'clock in the morning, whatever. It doesn't matter. Sick of it. Sick of dealing with people's food. Also sick of being in the actual park itself. Okay, that's not for the weak of heart. If you do that, if you're still in that um, power to you, mother truckers, um, because I low key almost went back as a ride operator type of person. And I just was like, no, (laughs) absolutely fucking not. I don't think I could be in the park. The hours are awful and the people are kind of awful too. So yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um, that's just why I transferred, I guess. So I guess it is here and there, but anyways, transferred to the hotels that they have there as a lifeguard. And everybody's like, Oh my God, you're a ratland like lifeguard. Like what the fuck did you do? The log ride? Oh, that's so funny. No. Um, have you ever seen a lifeguard there? 
The fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just always think that question is like, or that answer to that question, the log ride, like, <laughs> cool. Anyways, be more original. <sighs> so transfer to become a lifeguard at the hotels, at the pools, obviously. So I go to be a lifeguard. Honestly, met some cool as fuck people there too. Not going to lie, but I will say not every one of those motherfuckers was cool. Not every one of them was cool. And you're going to find out why. Um, But the people that I talk to um, are cool. Um, The people that I follow are cool. So whatever. Anyways, um, no shade to them. However, everybody else, yikes. Yikes, magikes. Okay. So this is how the story goes. Now, I wasn't like new or anything at the time that this um this girl that we're going to be talking about um took her like life and stuff but yeah I wasn't new I had been there for a couple months at least okay so I was at Disney for almost 2 years and I had one full year at Automobile Land I had one full year there And then so like did I think maybe nine, nine or 10 months at the other one at lifeguarding. So I think I'd have been a lifeguard for maybe like six, six months at this point. And now we're getting summer hires and she was a summer hire. Um, And I had been hired since January, I believe, January, December, one of those two. I think it was more of like January. But anyways, whatever. Um, She was a summer hire. And when I tell you summer is, I'm just prefacing this, summer is the busiest time of our season. Obviously, a fucking pool in California. Duh. Um, Especially at an amusement park. Duh. Especially at a magical, trashy amusement park like Ratland. Duh. You're going to go to the fucking pools. But it's so fucking goddamn busy. Okay? So busy. I'm talking dirty towel bins being stacked so high that you can't fucking see where you're going. It's hard to unload them, and then you have to go and haul these towels back up this fucking long ass ramp to load them back up. And then we have like five towel basket things in the, it's just, it's just busy. You know, it's it's just a busy season. Um, a lot of kids going around, a lot of running, a lot of blah, 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 yelling, blah, blah, blah. So it doesn't make it easier when you have a coworker who does not do what they're supposed to do. Now, listen, in the off times, it's very easy to just go and hide. <laughs> Go hide by the towel bins, literally go to the cafeteria, do whatever when you're on pool duty, um, which means that you're not on an actual stand. You're just cleaning up the pool deck basically for the 30 minutes. That's your quote unquote break from like being on stand and watching the water or the water slides and all that stuff. So that's when in the summer you need to be on your A-game and do your fucking job. It's no longer like a little break. It's like you need to do your shit and then you can slack off a little bit. And so this was, you know, peak busy season and she just didn't make a good name for herself. One, um, I guess she was like being very, I'm, I'm just saying, she was like being super sexual to the person that was training her. Um, and then to one of the person, people that I talked to, um, I don't talk to him anymore. And I literally didn't talk to him like literally a day. Like, after I quit, like, I've never talked to him since. <laughs> but anyways, he's part of the fucking story and the drama. But yeah, she made some sexual remarks to him as well, Um, that guy. 
And so he would tell me all about him. And then the trainer was telling people about him. So it was just like known that, oh, my God, she's saying shit like, oh, like, I can't wait to see your pant, like your shorts wet or you need tighter shorts, like shit like that. Or like, I vaguely remember something about like fucking in the pool, like shit like that. Okay, and yes, obviously mating the vibe very uncomfortable um, for everybody that's around her. She was also bi. So she would like say things about some other girl that were hired in there. And we would call them like, I don't know, we would call them, but like I would kind of say class because that's kind of how it was. Like you got trained and you had to do three days of straight eight hour like CPR pool rescue type of thing. But you do it with a class. So that's how you get hired in is if you can pass the CPR, you can pass the pool training, you can pass the swim test and all that shit that they make you do. So, yeah, so they were in the summer class, whatever. Um, There was this girl in her class with her. I guess she was making like remarks to her as well. So like everybody was already getting a bad kind of feel for her. And yeah, I don't know how people found out. I think someone went on her Facebook because we did a lot of um, shift trading and everything was through Facebook. I've never used Facebook more in my life than I when I worked at fucking Ratland. I'll tell you that everything's on Facebook. So people like looked her up on Facebook because she was added to the thing. And like, it was like a parent, she was like homeschooled or whatever, or she was telling people she was homeschooled. And then they were like looking at her Facebook and being like, okay, yeah, checks out low key. Um, but yeah, she was homeschooled. So she was already kind of not to like judge homeschool people, but like the social cues were evidently not there. Um, and I think that all that sexual stuff or whatever was like maybe her way of trying to like fit in because we we're all like college students. Right. And uh, like it was like obvious, like people were like dicking around with each other and shit. But I don't know. Maybe that was like the vibe she was getting. I don't know. It wasn't really like that, though. Nobody was like gross and raunchy, except for like maybe like one or two people. However, it was a college kid environment, which makes it extra toxic to this story, because I mean, bitches were ready to fight, especially when it comes to like you slacking off on your job. They're coming in hot because who has to pick up the slack? They do essentially so yeah slacking off already has a bad taste um everybody's like oh fuck like we have to work with her kind of thing um and then the sexual comments thing added another layer on top of that i just heard someone whistle now i'm fucking petrified anyways because i'm home alone i'm gonna investigate that i swear to god i hear weird things when i talk about ratland and remember last episode about ratland and the scary shit you know if you know so yes um, going back to that, let me just think about this. Oh, yes. Ratland, Ratland, lifeguarding. Oh, yeah. So she already had a couple like bad marks, I guess, in everybody's books, um, including the managers, to be quite frank, because it was always like, where is she? Like she's on pool duty and the pool deck looks a mess. And it wouldn't be one person on pool duty by any means either. You would usually be on there with another person. Um, sometimes I think like they would be a main pool person for the whole day. But then as people are cycling out, I think you get two other hands throughout the day. So like if one person's slacking on a busy day, like it's evident. I, well, not even just I, but like everybody kind of moves on, whatever. She kind of gets called out constantly by people. But I think it gets like tired. You know, people get bored of like low key, like just picking on her about it. Because she did get better, honestly, after someone, I don't even know who it was, but someone said something to her, I'm pretty sure, that was like, you need to do your job, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think she finally was like, okay, and I'm pretty sure she got talked to by leads and stuff, too. 
So finally she was just like, okay. And then like, that was it. Like nobody was really on her case except for that one guy that not like verbally, like sexually assaulted by him. Like, yeah, the one guy that I talked to, he did not like her at all. Granted, she would always make comments about him, like continuously, even after the fact, like she, he would like made it very clear that he did not like her. Um, like he didn't even like to be around her type of thing. And he was really mean about it. I'm not going to lie. He was kind of mean about it. But it was evident that he did not like her, didn't want to be around her, blah, blah, blah. But she did kept she kept testing the limits. So he would get like meaner. And I'm not saying it was OK, but like she would not listen at the same time. So anyways, he was only, the only one like really being anything to them. But there was another group that still didn't like her. But it was nothing, anything, anything crazy, okay? And this is where the group and the guy comes to play. Because I was friends with this group of people that are still, like, cool. I'm cool with them. There's nothing wrong with them. And I was friends with that guy. So, yeah, I was just friends with both of them. I was never on any sides. Very Switzerland. Um, you know me. Just, like, there for the tea kind of thing. But, no, I was very much in the middle. I didn't really lean on one or the other but when i was with one group they would talk shit about the other person and vice versa so i was getting hot tea left right center okay um and then i was relaying it to my girls we called ourselves the gossip girls i know that's so fucking dumb but it was just me my friend uh and me and my two friends and we just had a group chat where we were just talking about literally any and everything and if you work there you probably know who the fuck they are but shouts to you guys but yeah we were <laughs> there were the girls that i was doing that overnight shift with um same girls we would talk about it all the time and i would tell them the tea and they'd be like oh shit because i heard this this and this blah 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 blah. okay point being those two groups or that guy and that group were at feuds they didn't like him didn't like her blah 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 and i'm pretty sure it was for the same reason that they didn't like the other girl was because he honestly did not do his job in the beginning and he was giving very much i'm only here for the experience i don't need to get paid he was very much like that because he's like, oh, I can have like so many Lamborghinis and I have this expensive watch and blah, blah, blah. I'm just here to be here and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, OK, that's fucking great. But like some of us are here because we are trying to get through school and shit like that. But anyways, um, that was a vibe. He was giving off a little bit, a lot of it. Um, and yeah, so a lot of people kind of didn't even like that about him, which granted, fine. But me... I put up with it because at the end of the day, like I did have to work with him a lot. So if I just like was really annoyed with him or like hated him like everybody else, like that's too much energy. I don't give a fuck about. Do you know what I mean? And for the most part, I think I was cool with everybody there. I probably have been on the shit list of a couple people, but I don't give a fuck. Um, I did my job and I left. There's nothing about it. Um, anyways, so yeah, so those two groups were at fucking feuds, um, and they had been since, like, he was hired, to be completely fucking honest with you. So one day, um, the girl who ends up killing herself does not show up for work, okay, and she is, I don't know where she is, but she doesn't show up for work, and, like, there at Ratland, it's very much no call, no show, bro, like they're on your ass, you're in some deep shit because you know, money, time is money, and like blah blah blah. They need their bread, they need their workers, they need everything to go smoothly, especially in a busy fucking season. If you're no call, no show in the busy season, oh my god, count your fucking days, bitch. Count your fucking days because your managers have you on a list and you're probably at the top. But, anyways, she 
did that. And I say that because that's how serious no calls, no shows were and how like annoyed people were about that whole thing. Because then you got to extend people. You got to call people in and boom, bomb, bing, bada, bong, bong, bong. And so, yeah, whatever. She doesn't come in. No call, no shows. Everybody's annoyed as fuck. But they try to call her. She doesn't answer, obviously. Yeah, that was that. Next day, she has a shift as well. No call, no shows again. Everybody's like, what the actual fuck? Okay, that's two days in a fucking row. Annoyed because this shift was a longer shift, um, as I remember. Because we usually, you usually get like a four, a six, or an eight. Um, I'm pretty sure this was like a six or an eight. So it was like a lot of coverage was just not going to be there. Do you know what I mean? Very annoying situation. So yeah, whatever. And then I guess her mom calls the office. Okay. And it says, hey, have you seen so-and-so? And they're like, no, um, we've actually been looking for her too. She has not showed up to work. Like no call, no showed. We've called her nothing. So yeah, that happened on the second day. And then, so I had this little break where like I wasn't going to work for like maybe three days, right? And I was going to be home. Um, I was home by myself, which made this extra scary for me for some fucking reason. But yes, I was home by myself because my parents were not here. My brothers were competing in a different state for track. So they dipped. I was here alone. And I was just scrolling on, you know, just socials. And then I see someone post something on the Facebook feed um, for the lifeguards. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so I press it and it's about that girl. And it's literally like a missing persons poster of her. And it's like, if anybody has seen her, like, please like locate or like contact her mother, blah, 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 blah. Um, she's been missing since, you know, the day that she no called, no showed, I guess either that day or the day before she had been missing. And so everybody's like, oh, fuck. Obviously, everybody feels guilty as fuck for being mad at her um, because they're like, shit, like, <laughs> no call, no show. She's fucking missing. That was basically what the fuck was going on. She didn't show up. Obviously, she was missing. So then the next fucking day, I think she's missing again for a day or two. I don't I could have been like, honestly, maybe just another day. Because then I remember looking again at that thing and like I kept updating it, updating, see if anybody posted and like stalking the socials of her and her mom and like, you know, um, trying to be like, I don't know what I was trying to be. I was literally just like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and I'm sure a bunch of other people were, too. But I refreshed the page and then somebody posted. I don't think it was. I think it was a news article or something, but it was like young female found dead in her car, on the side of um, the road in Palm Springs, okay? And if you know where Ratland is or if you heard where I'm from, if I've name-dropped it before, you know that's kind of low-key far from where we're at, especially where Ratland's at. It was just weird, like Palm fucking Springs, what the actual hell? And I forgot to preface this, but like before this, a lot of things from work definitely eased up. Before she went missing. Like I'm talking the only time anybody said anything to her or gave her grief was because it was that guy. But they honestly didn't work together much um, because like managers knew the vibes were off. So they weren't scheduled that much together. So it was kind of just like whatever. But she did always wear like long sleeves and she kind of wore shorts, but not really. She would wear the sweatpants we were given. And 
people found out or saw from their cells, not even found out, but that she had like a bunch of like, like cuts, like self-harm cuts and scars on her legs and arms. So obviously like that gives you a different fucking perspective and you definitely stop the bullying if you're going to bully and definitely stop like being mean to people. Right. Well, everybody did, but that one guy. So yeah, that just kind of shows you what kind of person that is. But um, yeah, so like people kind of eased up already. So the disappearance was like, what the fuck? And I also forgot to say this because I'm ADHD head ass and I jump around in my brain. But before they found out that she was missing, um, I had a training. So when you're a lifeguard there, you are licensed. You don't have a certificate for CPR and lifeguarding and all that shit. So in order to keep your license, you need to take a four hour, you need to do four hours of training or whatever every month. So they would split it up for us two hours twice a month. And these would be in the fucking morning. So like seven to nine, I'm pretty sure, or like six to eight, whatever. Whenever the pools fucking opened, we were there and we'd always get recorded by people in their rooms because they're like, what the fuck? A bunch of lifeguards. Yeah, bitch, we're training. Anyways, at one of the trainings, the guy was there. We had the same training and it's usually like half of the department, not even because there was a lot of us, but like you have different days. It's either a like a Thursday, Friday or a Saturday, some shit like that. Um, but we had the same day and this is when she was missing. So obviously that's what everybody's fucking talking about. And I remember this guy saying like, oh, I'm like, I'm glad she's fucking missing. Like, I hope she stays missing and just saying like, just awful fucking things about it. Right. Meanwhile, everybody else is like, oh my God, like, I hope she's okay. Like what's going on. And I wasn't the only one that fucking heard it. There was two other people around me that fucking heard it and turned their heads and they're like, what the actual fuck? And we all looked at each other like, um excuse the fuck out of me so yeah they i guess told a manager and then i was called in to talk to a manager and they're like hey like i heard about what happened on there i just want like to confirm with you since he was like talking to you what happened so yeah i basically had to write a fucking like report about it because it was like i don't know what they call like bullying maybe or some shit like that I had to write a report and then he got talked to. T is, I'm going to confess this right here, right now. I am kind of a snake. Oh my God. But I, I had to fucking write the report. Like he was talking to me about it and I confirmed it. But he got talked to about the situation and he was fucking pissed off. He was like, why would somebody rat me out? Like, it's not that serious, blah, blah, blah. And he thought it was that group that didn't like him. And he told me like, I bet it was fucking them. Like, I fucking hate them. All this shit. Whole time it was me. And honestly, I stand by that because dude was kind of insane when it came to that shit. Like, he was very on his raid shit and it's not that deep, dude. You're a lifeguard at Ratland. Like, simmer down. Simmer down. You made it known that you don't need to be here. So don't. You know, and I and he after I left, he left and like he does luxury cars and shit like you should have done that in the first place. Anyways, that's neither here nor fucking there. But yes, it was just like whatever. He was pissed at them. I was like, oh, well, I'm not getting fucking in the crossfire of his bullshit. So I was just like, let him believe that it was them. Um, And they never communicated. And I knew he wasn't going to fucking say anything about it. So, yeah, I just let him believe it was them. Whole time it was moi. But yeah, no, he said that fucking stupid shit. I had to fucking make a statement or write a fucking thing about it, like a paragraph about it. He got called in, pissed off for a long fucking time about it. Like all shifts, like all day, like kind of like 
as you should be, honestly, if you get called into the office for that. Anyways, that was before that she was found out to be like dead. So that was when she was just missing. And then come to find out she like offed herself. Right. And yeah, so everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm sure people felt fucking guilty for like being mad at her, going after her, like being rude to her. This dude, I'm telling you right now, it seemed like he did not give a flying fuck when I got back to work and all this shit. And I'll tell you fucking why. So two groups at a feud, obviously. What would make harmony? Nothing. Nothing would make harmony. Not even some poor girl killing herself. And granted, she didn't kill herself because of, of work. Um, she clearly had some other stuff going on. And the self-harm scars from before or during lifeguard before proves that, I guess. Because, like, anyways, I'm not, I'm just saying, like, I don't think anybody at work was the reason that she um, decided to kill herself. Because everything that happened at work had to do with work. Like, it literally just had to do with work ethic. It wasn't, like, people coming after her for, like, her looks or anything like that ever. Um... So, yeah, that's just my um, thought. And also her mom, I guess, messaged someone that worked at the department and was like, I just want you guys to know, like, it was nothing like it, she had her own problems. So, I mean, if that helps them sleep at night, anyone sleep at night, that's what happened. But anyways, yes. So she did um, end her life. And so after that, that dude didn't really like care, right? But the feud between him and that other group like got super strong because they were basically blaming one another as to why that girl killed herself. Now, that other group, I will say there was people in that group that didn't like the girl. Um, They made it known in the beginning, very much so. But then after like, I don't know, they found the self-harm scars for sure. Like they kind of eased up. They kind of started being nice to her and like I'm pretty sure like some of them just like genuinely tried to be her friend or like genuinely just tried to like not be dicks anymore. Because you know when you see that shit it you're just like changed a little bit. But yeah I, for the normal fucking person. But anyways um, they were at feuds because now why now why would they do this? I don't know. They were blaming each other for what happened. He was saying they always bullied her and then she was they were saying, well, he always bullied her even after everything that happened. And honestly, T true. However, I don't really think that he was the sole purpose, like I said before. So, yeah, that was going on for maybe like a month and a half. And remember, I'm friends with both sides. So I'm hearing things from like five other people on one side and then him on the other side. To the point where it's just like, I'm exhausted. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's mentally draining. It's like happening outside of work, too. Like, it's just too fucking much. Like, I couldn't be seen with one group. I couldn't be seen the other without it being like, oh, I saw you talking to him. And you know what I mean? Like, shit like that. And I'm my own fucking person, as everybody fucking knows. So even if I'm at a group that and I'm not supposed to be at the other one, and I was previously friends with that like if i'm friends with that person i'm not gonna just not talk to them you know what i mean like it's i'm done i don't play that way okay unless someone genuinely does something to me or like you fucks with me or you fuck with somebody else in like a big way i i'm not like that however i do have loyalty but however these were just co-workers that i'd known for probably the same amount of time so i don't have loyalty there do you know what i mean wasn't that deep 
So back and forth between all of them in my ears, kind of honestly really annoying. The work environment also got kind of toxic too. And I'm going to say Ratland did not handle this well at all because apparently there was a grief counselor there all fucking day and they didn't tell anybody. And we have like check-ins for every fucking shift that comes in where you like learn about the spiel. Everybody that works jobs knows that. But yeah, we had check-ins. So everybody got the same spiels. Nothing was said about her. Nothing was said about a grief counselor. Nothing was said about nothing. I mean, I... I don't know what the reasoning was. I can't even say I get it because she was a coworker of ours. You at least acknowledge it if you're, I mean, I don't know. Like, it doesn't matter if everybody was close to her, liked her, didn't like her, blah, blah, blah. You're, you have to acknowledge the fact that she like took her life. She's no longer like here. She's no longer on like the roster of the day. Do you know what I mean? Like nothing, none of that was acknowledged at all. I guess they sent flowers to the mother. Um, But yeah, there was a grief counselor all day there. And I went with one of my friends um, from the group to go talk to the grief counselor. And I was just like kind of just there to see like what was going to go on and what he wanted to say because he had been wanting to go all day. And I was like, okay, I'll go with you. And so, yeah, we went up there and she's like, oh, my God, you guys are like the first people of the day. Mind you, it's like two o'clock. Like, we had the opening to, like, 3 o'clock shift. So nobody had seen her all day. We found out that there was a grief counselor because I think he found out. I don't know how he found out. But she was like, yeah, you guys are the first ones of the day. And I'm like, yeah, nobody knows you're here. And she was like, kind of like, what the fuck? No one knows I'm here. I'm literally just sitting here waiting for people to walk in. And I'm just sitting here. Um, But, yeah, no, they didn't really tell anybody that there was a grief counselor whether her services were going to be used or not, it doesn't really matter. But like, at least acknowledge something, you know what I mean? And a lot of us were kind of pissed about it. And I'm pretty sure some people told management like it's fucked up that you did that. Because honestly, also management was like us, just other college kids. If not, they acted like college kids type of people. So it wasn't like, I don't know, it was just different to be like, yo, that's not cool kind of thing. So I'm pretty sure people said that. Um, Well, they did say that because then I heard like some roundabout thing of them being like, oh, well, we didn't want to acknowledge it um, for this, that, and the third. And then she like took her life and blah, blah, blah. Like they kind of just didn't know what the fuck to do situation, which is whatever, like, but at least say something, you know, especially if it's on the damn Facebook page and they're talking about it there and you're not going to say anything to the people that come into work. I don't know. Weird McGear to me. But anyways, yes, those two groups, that dude and that other group, were, like, feuding, fighting about who, like, made her fucking kill herself. And I'm gonna be so fucking for real. Like, I was so sick of it. I was so sick of it. And there was a lot of people in the lifeguarding, and I had fun lifeguarding. Um, I like people there. But like I said in the beginning, a bunch of fucking college kids. Granted, Automobile Land was a bunch of college kids. What did I say? Did I say English? was a bunch of college kids but it was also a mix of like just regular normal people we had like some older people some like middle-aged people then you had the college kids but the vibe was so much different than like straight you know what and I think it's just the roles I'm gonna I'm just say right now it's the roles that you play because custodial busser you got all the people that are really like a not give a fuck kind of shit like we're really just picking up food after people We're fucking just talking shit to each other. We're having a good old fucking time. We're fucking 
making fun of guests sometimes or like getting the tea. We're doing fun shit, okay? Um, when we're not heavily monitored, we're walking around the fucking park. <laughs> it was fun as fuck. Lifeguarding is a lot more strict. Um, is a lot more safety critical. Obviously, you're a fucking lifeguard. And it's honestly a lot of just college kids. It was like really like real housewives vibe versus like um, Duck Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Maybe not Duck Dynasty, but like I don't even know how to fucking put it. Like, it was just like, I don't know. Oh, my God, it was the best time of my life. But anyways, it's like just two different two different vibes. You got the I don't give a fuck vibe. Then you got the high maintenance, like, prissy vibes. And it's definitely because of the roles. Like, lifeguarders got paid more. They were more respected, I guess, in roles. Um, they had a little more authority than the average Joe at custodial buster. So the vibes were definitely different. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. I just grew really sick of it. Just the whole thing. I thought of transferring back, but then the process to get in and out of the theme park is so fucking long. Like they give you, they let you clock out 30 minutes early and you get paid from clock out after 30 minutes. So you have time to get to your car. Cause that's how long it should take you to get to your car after walking to either the shuttle or to the front of the fucking park and then taking the bus from the front of the park to the employee parking lot. That was a lot of fucking work. Um, whereas as a lifeguard, you get to park at the hotel. So you're just strolling into work. You know, I would get to, to fucking work five minutes before I had to clock into that bitch. Fucking Starbucks in hand. Cheeseburger as well. Good. That was good times too. I'm not even going to fucking lie. Really love the off-season of lifeguarding, but the vibes were just vastly different. Um, if I go back, I might be a parks person. I doubt I'll go back. Um, I'm on to bigger and better things. However, you never fucking know. Never say never, I guess. But yeah, left because of the, the fucking drama of it all, to be honest. I was really tired of just dealing with it. And it wasn't like, oh, they made me leave. I was just kind of sick of it all, honestly. I was sick of doing the fucking trainings in the fucking cold as fuck months okay this was like fucking december and i'm plunging into a pool like i'm not fucking michael phelps okay it's not that deep for me and oh not to mention when you have those trainings sometimes you would have to work after and sometimes you wouldn't and i'm gonna give you the cons to both if you worked after granted you could you would be able to change your swimsuit and all that but it's like you don't have time to shower you don't have time to wash your hair you don't have time to do all that and that's so problematic for me because I'm going to be itchy all day. I'm going to feel like pool and I'm not going to get off till like fucking four or five. Hate it. However, if I don't work after, it's just like, oh, well, fuck. I drove all the way out here an hour away and I, I'm only working for two hours. Like, what the fuck do I do? And I don't want to go to the theme parks. I promise you I don't want to go to the theme parks after being pool. OK, I did that once with my friends. I went to the training and then to the theme park and then to work. Only time I ever did that, okay? Shout out to all those motherfuckers that do that on a regular. Um, or even just, like, go to work and then go to the park. Like, you're a certain type of... That was my phone. You're a certain type of Disney adult, and I respect that. Also, if you have extra tickets, hit me up. <laughs> okay, anyways. That is honestly going to be the end of this episode. I think I've rambled enough about this situation. If you guys want any more Ratland stories, let me know. I have not many, but... um. 
a couple here or there. Nothing crazy. I could give you more grad night stories because honestly, I worked a lot of grad night shifts and those shifts were fucking weird. Um, so maybe I'll do that. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Thank you guys for continuously listening to my episodes. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys have a great week and I hope you guys are kicking it for the next one and I'll see you later. Bye. Mariah Carey better watch out.